Black. All important radio shows start with black. And music. Edgy, scary music that would make a parent or studio executive nervous. Hello! Let me bring you up to speed. We've come to this planet looking for intelligent life. Oops, we made a mistake. What we've got here is failure to communicate. for breakfast right now I'm very hungry hey Ma the meatloaf we want it now the meatloaf this is Sparta we're not worthy we're not worthy you're worthy you're worthy get out you want answers I want the truth you can't handle the truth the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist You're tiny Jesus. Golden fleece diapers with your tiny little fat balled up fist pawn. He was a man, he had a beard. Friends! Rodents! Quadrupeds! Lend me your ears! Ladies and gentlemen, you have just entered the Varsity Radio Show. We have our game tunnel up. If you want to check it out on Facebook Live, come on. It's at Varsity Radio Show on Facebook. First up for your starting lineups is Olivia Kane. Olivia Kane is doing our multimedia now. She is an awesome member of our team. Up next, we've got... Ricky Phillips. Ricky Phillips coming through the tunnel now. And ladies and gentlemen, last but not least, we've got a Mr. Seth Henniger. All right. And I'm Steven Spiegel. I'm helming the board during this show. Guys, it is going to be a blast. We have such a cool show ready for you today. So, guys, what you thinking? We're going to have a fantastic show for you in the studio today. We have my partner, the amazing Ricky. What's up, man? Give What's him a up? hello. How y'all doing today? Uh, we've got a good show planned for you. Listen, we've got uh, some... Brindley Mountain students coming today. We've got some coaches coming today. And uh, we've got Olivia here back with us. What's up, Olivia? She's Olivia in the us. house. We have our awesome producer, Steven Spiegel. Yo, yo. And my co-host and my dearest friend, Seth Henniger, yeah. is in the studio with us. So we are so excited. And, and uh, we apologize for the Facebook Live mess-ups. But, hey, we, if, if y'all can't catch us on Facebook Live, I'm glad y'all are listening on the radio um, what we got coming for him today, Seth? Today, we're talking about living it. Living the dream. We're going to have two coaches in here for the very first time. We're going to have two athletes from Brindley Mountain. And we can't wait to interview those guys. Talking about living the lifestyle. FCA is sending us their college intern today. That's going to be amazing. That's coming up just in the next 16 minutes. And so we have a sh- wonderful awesome show plan for you i don't know if you like the varsity but we're loving it and today for the first day ever we have legit varsity shirts we look good and charburger is back charburger in the house we love charburger we do you want to tell them what you got man 
I ended up going with the mushroom. I went with the mushroom burger. Yeah, they they were highly advertising it last week with the onion rings, and you know I uh, I had to sweeten myself off with a Fanta milkshake. Come on, somebody! I got a Dr Pepper milkshake. You mind heaven or what? <laughs> so I had I've been asking for it for three weeks, and you know what? Charburger delivered. I got a hash brown casserole and a chicken sandwich. They did not hurt my feelings. They take care of us. They take care of us. We love you, Charburger. We love Charburger. So we're going to go to our next segment, Meme of the Week. <laughs> Don't you love this? I love this. I know. Too. Listen, you're listening. You're like, I can't see it. I can't <laughs> see it. Well, Quit talking about it. Why don't we just explain it? Go to our Facebook page. Yeah. We're going to explain it, but go to our Facebook page or our Instagram at Varsity Radio Show. At Varsity Radio Show. It's that easy. It's that simple. You can find us there. If you can't catch our show, uh, then you can go to iTunes tomorrow. It'll be available. You can hear this show. All the talking, at least, you can hear it then. And so, anyway, so our meme of the week. Yeah, so this first one, I don't know if you guys have, hopefully you haven't seen it, but this stupid clown movie called It... Yeah. Ricky, tell us about this particular photo you chose as your meme of the week. Well, uh, it, it says if you'd like to uh, pay off your student loans, <laughs> here's one simple, quick way to do it. And uh, if y'all, I don't know if y'all have seen the, the movie yet. I haven't seen the new one yet, but I want to. And um, the uh, it, it's funny because it says, it, uh, I can make the clown, it saying, I can make your student loans disappear. And then <laughs> Don't the, do it that way, guys. And then the next picture shows... Uh, Shows this little girl or this college student trying to climb down into the sewer. <laughs> yeah, that's terrifying. So, you know, that movie so, wrecked me when I was a kid. Yeah? I'm serious. I watched it, and I could never take a shower without being in fear that, that Pennywise, the clown, was going to come up through the drain and eat me. I had the same effect with Unsolved Mysteries. How many of you ever, like, terrified after you watched Unsolved Mysteries on Lifetime? That was a scary show. It was a scary show, like... And this really happened, and it went down like that. And I'm sitting there, like, terrified as a little kid. Like, this is not going to end good for me. So, But my meme of the week is this one. I love this one. And it's a picture of a family. It's got dad, the da- two daughters, and his son. It says, family back to school pictures. My 6,287th day of work. <laughs> first day of fifth grade. First day of second grade. And then the littlest one. If I don't hold a sign too, I'm gonna scream. <laughs> yeah, that is so funny. I love this. It's so true. My so, dad always took school pictures before school and the first day of school, and uh, those were always so embarrassing. And he sent me one the other day, and I actually had a shirt that I wore, and I want to say it was about seventh grade, but it said on the front, it said "Chick Magnet," and yes. it had a little magnet with a chicken. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> it did. It wasn't a true story though. Ah, that's amazing. It's amazing. So anyway. Our video of the week. Hit it up. Me and my wife, we love this video, Ricky. <laughs> and when I saw who, who it was and what you were talking about, we love this video. We love this kid. And he's got red hair. And actually, I don't know if you know this, they brought him over to be a judge on um, the new show that just came on. It's an inventor show. They have to bring the Hasbro their invention, and he actually got to be a judge. He, he was harsh, man. <laughs> Apparently. <Yeah>. Apparently. <laughs> so play this video, guys. Check this out. Wait a second. 
What did you think about the ride? It was great. And apparently, I've never been on live television before, but apparently sometimes I don't watch the sh I don't watch the news because I'm a kid and apparently every time apparently Grandpa just gives me a remote after we watch the Powerball. It's the Powerball. <laughs> Tell me about the ride. What did you think about the ride? Well, it was great. Why? Because apparently you're spinning around and apparently every time you get dizzy, yeah. the all you do is get dizzy. Is it fun? <laughs> yeah. And I've never, ever been on live television. I never, ever be on live television. Are you excited? Yeah, and apparently I only went down the super slide. When I went down the wall, I was scared half to death. I just freak out. Okay, okay. What I need his name. Hold on, yep, hold on. I'm just going to ask him. What's his name? Noah. Noah, what's your last name? Dick. Ritter. How do you spell your how do you spell his last name? Ritter. R-I-T-T-E-R. Okay, and where are you guys from? Wilkesbury. Wilkesbury. Alright. Wow. How about Noah? How about we try to say apparently as many times as possible, apparently. <laughs> apparently. Apparently. I love that. I, love I think that. it's what's what's neat is, you know, we all have that go to line. Yeah. We have a go to line that, that that we always come back to and Sometimes it, I think mine is um. Um, um we always come back to it. Um, so it, it, his is obviously apparently. I know. <laughs> he loves it. It sounds good too. I mean, if if I could if I could not get rid of one word, I think it would be apparently because <laughs> it'd be it'd be just it'd make all my stories sound more drastic. Apparently, <laughs> apparently. But yeah, in all seriousness, I love that. I've seen that so many times. It's so funny. Uh, my word is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that is definitely my word. It definitely takes talent to uh, steal the spotlight like that. And yeah. Get, well, he, did, he didn't know if he was on TV or not, but he was preparing for the best, and he got it. He did what he could. And it's so funny. You know, I used to work in television. I was a photographer, so I'd get to go around and interview these people. And some kids will clam up, but other kids will just get so animated. They'll just be so happy to be on the television. And lots of times, if you got a group of people at one time, they'll just go nuts. Yeah, especially at football games. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna go. We're gonna talk to about the scores this week from the local football teams. Why don't you give them those scores, Ricky? All right. So we're gonna uh, we got Gunnersville, our local boys here. Next Come on, to the Mark. studio. They uh, lost a close battle to Etowah, twenty six to twenty one. They're gonna try to rebound uh, against Scottsboro this week. Boaz lost to Alexandria, forty two to fourteen. And next week, they're going to be playing ARAB. ARAB's coming to Boaz. So, uh, speaking of ARAB, they lost to Crossville, 34-25. to That was Hard actually, loss. That was actually a close one. Um, uh, next week, uh, like I said, they're going to be at Boaz. Albertville beat Brewer. Mm. They rebounded from Coleman, and they uh, ended up winning that game 28-14. to They're going to face the Oxford football team this coming up week. Uh, Brindley Mountain, they lost to North Sand Mountain, 39-7. to Man. They are going to be playing Pisgah this week. Uh, Get them, boys. Our six-man football team, Marshall Christian, they won. Uh, first six, game ever. The first for game Marshall ever. Christian. That's a big deal, guys. It, it, Sixty-one to what? Sixty-one to forty-one. That was wow. incredible. That's That's a, a, that was high, incredible. That's a high hundred points in that game. Wow. Guys, y'all killed it. We're so proud of you here at the varsity. We're hoping to have some of them in the studio with us. Yeah, yeah. that's going to be awesome. Uh, 
those guys are going to be amazing. So uh, next week, we're going to try to have Marshall Christian here with us. That's it. That's the plan. And so, is that the end of the scores? We had one more. We had one more, and they'd probably rather us not mention it, but uh, our, our, our Douglas friends. Oh, man. They lost to Scottsboro 35 to nothing. So. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. But they're going to face Crossville next week, and hopefully we'll see how that goes. So We said beat the Blue Devils, right? Yep. <laughs> we said beat the Blue Devils, devil. and it didn't work. Didn't but, work. But, hey, they, our cheerleaders, we love our cheerleaders at Douglas. Y'all just keep on cheering them boys on, and, and hopefully we can come out with a win this season. That's right. Taylor, Freeman, we're still waiting on that cheer for the varsity. We, are. we got you. We, we, we can't wait out. to play it. Yeah. We're going to have to have some more cheerleaders in here, guys. I, I know. I think that people would love to see that on Facebook Live again, you guys learning cheers. Yeah. And yeah. I think legs. next time we're bringing you in, Stephen. Nope, now that happening. we got Olivia. Nope. 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 <laughs> Olivia can do some cheers probably. Yeah. I bet she could. Yeah. Anyway, so we're, we're going to talk. We're going to start talking a little bit about college football. I, I don't know if you like college football, but we do. We we love some college you know, football. I know there's some Auburn fans, Tennessee fans out there, but here in the studio, except for Olivia, we're all Bama fans. Yep. Yeah. Except what are you, Olivia? Olivia. Auburn. We're, we're Auburn. So, well, she's fired. Anyway, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, anyway, so we, this last week, Man, Steven, did you get to see any of these games? You know, I started to watch the Bama game, and then, you know, after the first few minutes, I just turned the channel. Uh, it was boring after a while. It's like first or second play, they score a touchdown, and it just keeps going and That's going. That's my favorite, though. Yeah. yeah. I love touchdown. it when they come out hot. Touchdown! Yeah. Touchdown! Yeah. Touchdown! It never gets old. It never gets old. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I love to hear Rammer channel. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All the time. Yeah. So so we handled Colorado State pretty well. And that was beautiful. Who couldn't handle Colorado State, though? Come on. Hey, they were legit. They were legit. And we they, and they to defend it. ourselves for all those Auburn fans out there that are behind me probably hating on us. We had a lot of guys out. Yeah. So so we looked we looked pretty good and I think that a lot of people got some experience and we're gonna keep rolling. How about Mississippi State though? Man, I Mississippi State looked pretty good, you know. I don't I really had LSU on my – they were one of my top teams, and I was feeling pretty good about them. But Mississippi State made them look pretty silly. Yeah. I don't think I'm looking at them the same way. No. Nope. Them cowbells were working. Yeah. <laughs> Auburn, we're glad you pulled out that one against Mercer. Yeah. Well, that's all we're going to say about that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, also, this last week, I don't know if you watched it, but there was Florida versus Tennessee. That was a crazy That was game. a cliffhanger. You know, I, I, we were sitting in my house, and, and I know they showed the end of that game, and I thought, oh, my. Yeah. That is incredible. Yeah. So, Last-minute, like, things happening there. It was, it was pretty incredible. Uh, so, Did anybody stay up really late to watch this Ole Miss-California no, game? No, I did not. It they ended, lost it. It ended around 2 o'clock in the morning. My friend, that's why I didn't stay up to watch it. <laughs> I figured you'd be up with your baby or something. Yeah, you know, even when I am, it's not worth what, staying up another two hours. Well, California and Ole Miss may not be worth it. Yeah, so... That's it, just our opinion. Anyway, Stephen, we're going to go to a song right now. Sure. And come back with the FCA Moment of the Week. Sounds good to me. Yeah, we got FCA on the line right now, actually. So you guys enjoy this song. I hope you do. It is Thousand Foot Crutch and Lifeline. 
Don't you think it's time that you finally faced your greatest fear? Snakes? No. Clowns? No. Snake clowns? Bruce, listen. Your greatest fear is missing the Varsity Radio Show. Nope. It's snake clowns because you've put that idea in my head. Sir? Time for some push-ups. But... One. Uh, two. Uh, we're going for a thousand. I'm afraid that's not possible, sir. It's time for the Varsity Radio Show. It's time for the FCA Moment of the Week. Paisley, what's up, girl? How you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you? I am so sorry that we lost you. We feel terrible. No worries. No worries. So, this is... I'm Seth, and... This is Ricky. And we're so glad that you're with us today. Hey, it's so good to be here. Paisley is an intern with FCA right now. She's amazing. Uh, me and Ricky actually met met you at Cracker Barrel, didn't we, a few weeks ago? Yes, you did. She was she was doing an amazing job. So, Paisley, <laughs> how? What was your first experience with FCA? You know, I honestly just kind of grew up into FCA. So when I was in junior high, I just thought that it was the thing to do. Um, to be a part of SCA and so I immediately wanted to be a leader and so my first experience with SCA was honestly leading with SCA in my seventh grade year. That's so um, cool. It was just a great opportunity for other for me to get to know eighth graders and so as a little seventh grader I just felt like I found my place sort of in being a leader for SCA. Wow. Moving on up right there. Making all those <laughs> friends. That's one way to do it. Ricky, you yeah. got a question? What's your favorite thing about FCA? My favorite thing about FCA is 100% the community that it provides. So for me um, and for any middle school student, it can be scary to walk into the school someday, some days, because some days, you know, you just never know what you're going to see. You never know what you're going to hear. And as a believer, you want to try and stand your ground, but it's hard sometimes. And so... To me, FCA provided those people that I would be surrounded with it, within the school, not just in church, but within the school that could help me stand strong and it could help me grow and that could give me a constant support system like during school days. So it was just the community that I you know, I could have never asked for, never imagined, but the Lord gave it to me just so graciously. Wow. Such a good, su- such a good experience. It seems like you've had. What What is your role with FCA now? So I am serving as the female campus minister, mainly for high school girls. Um, I do some work also with junior high and elementary, but mainly high school girls are my focus. Yeah. So, so what is um, you know, y'all got a lot of activities and stuff that y'all do with the like coaches' breakfast and see you at the poll. What's your favorite thing that y'all do all year? My personal favorite thing is the fact, and you know, a lot of people don't see this because it's very personal, but I currently and all the other interns and co-op are um, doing one-on-ones with students. So I currently have a list of about 30 or so girls that I have the opportunity and the honor of meeting with one-on-one. You know, it's, it's, what I love about this radio show is is a lot of us only see the stuff that FCA does on the outside, you know, the cover story and yeah. that kind of stuff. But, you know, knowing that we have, knowing that students have someone to go to and they have people to, to mentor them and be there for them, that, you know, it doesn't, at the end of the day, it doesn't always matter if, 
if you're a Christian, if you're not, but just having somebody that, that you can trust, that you can go to. You know, I, I did, mm-hmm. Paisley, I do youth ministry, and that's one of my favorite things, working with student leaders, stuff like that. Absolutely. And so it's, it's just so rewarding watching. Uh, I actually have one of my student leaders in here, uh, Olivia, and just watching her grow up and change the world, man, that's one of the coolest things. Mm-hmm. I, I think you make a bigger effect by doing that. So, were you a participant in any sport when you were in school? You know, I actually wasn't. And so that's kind of what sets me apart from the rest of the staff. And even when I was in school, the rest of FCA. Um, because I was one of those people that I was like, well, I want to be a part. And we're, you know we're supposed to be Christians, we're going to be accepting of everybody, so you're going to be accepting of me, is kind of how I felt. Um, and so I did not play sports. I don't understand sports, to be completely <laughs> honest. Um, I, I go, and I support people, but I just cheer when everybody else cheers. That's kind of how I work. So, um, wow. but honestly, I think that I have a really cool opportunity as somebody who never has played sports yep. to say, hey, FCA isn't just for athletes. It's for everybody. So, yeah. But, you know, take me, for example. I was a leader in FCA. I work for FCA, and I've never played a sport in my life. Come on, somebody. And so, <laughs> one, <laughs> but one thing that we like to say is everybody is an athlete because if you're a Christian, you're a fisher of men. And isn't fishing an ath- or an, um, a sport? Come on. So yeah. we like to kind of say that as a way to say, you know, no, if you don't play a sport, you're like, it's okay. We all walk through the hallways of schools. We all, you know, walk to Walmart. We all drive and, you know, we do things that are active, even if we're not athletes. So we all have a place. So good. So good. And we weren't hating because you didn't play a sport. We, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I, play, I played a sport, but it was miserably. And walking to, Walmart, <laughs> walking to Walmart's a sport itself. Yeah. Me and, me and Ricky, you know. We just try to make it through the day. Anyway, I'm oh, absolutely! Isn't that everybody? <laughs> we we both have no children, and when we make it, we succeed. Anyway, <laughs> but anyway, Paisley. So if you are out there, you're not an athlete. You're not you're not part of the norm. Anything like that. It's okay. You can join the you you can join an FCA. And how can they do Absolutely. that? When, when do most of those FCAs meet? Well, actually, they all meet at different times. So depending on what school you go to, if you will, you know, one, yes, if you're not an athlete, don't worry about it. That's not the point. Um, I personally clicked more with the people who weren't athletes because I wasn't. So right. go be friends with the people who aren't athletes just like you. Yeah. But also, you know, every FCA hill is different. And so... Well, different times and things that they meet. So some huddles meet in the mornings and some huddles meet every single week at 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock. So if you're curious about what time your huddle meets, um, I would first seek out an FCA leader and ask them. And if you can't find that person, then go to the front office of your school and they will know for you. That's so Um, good. So it's easy to find out. Um, You just, I mean, you may have to seek an answer, but gotta step out of that comfort zone to be able to grow so there you go thank you paisley we're so glad we had you if you're not a part of an fca please go find an administrator go find a coach somebody like that but find your local fca we can't absolutely we we're so glad that you joined us today thank you paisley thank y'all for having me
And now, today's clutch moment. What's up, guys? This is probably one of my favorite parts of the show. Today, we're talking about living it. Living it. And we're going to start with a speech by Lou Holtz. Lou Holtz, the coach from Notre Dame. Hilarious speech. So, let's get that thing started. I was born with a silver spoon in my mouth. I know. I was born in Fallsby, West Virginia. <laughs> and I went by where I was born last night. About 10.30. I was born in a cellar at home. Delivered by Dr. McGraw. We had one bedroom for my sister, myself, and my parents. We had a half bath and a kitchen. Seven and a half years we lived in that place. There was no welfare. There was no food stamps. There was no safety net. But I always had plenty to eat. Because every time I asked for seconds, my dad would say, no, you had plenty. (laughs) But the reason I was born with a silver spoon, my dad had only gone to the third grade. That's all the education he had. But why was I born with a silver spoon in my mouth? Because I was taught by my parents. The life's a matter of making choices. Wherever you are, good or bad, because of choices you make. Don't blame anybody else, but if you get an education, you're willing to work and overcome problems and difficulties, in this great country, you can amount to something. That's how I, that's why I bore the silver spoon. I was in this country and I was taught personal responsibility for choices you make. And when we talk about a commitment to excellence, that's a choice you make. What do you want to do? Having hopes and dreams and ambition. See, I think that is absolutely critical. Don't make the mistake I made. I've done a lot of dumb things, but let me tell you the one thing I regret. We went to the University of Notre Dame. We took a program on the bottom. We took it to the very top. And for nine straight years, we went to a January 1 bowl, the sugar, the cotton, the orange, and the fiesta. Nobody's done it before. Nobody's done it since. We put it on top and we maintained it. That's the thing I regret the most. See, there's a rule of life, but then you're either growing or you're dying. The tree's either growing or it's dying. So's grass, so's a marriage, so's a business, so's a person. Doesn't have a thing to do with age. My birthday candles cost more than a cake. <laughs> but it has everything to do. Am I trying to get better? Am I trying to prove we got on top and say, you know, this is pretty good. Let's maintain it. Let's not take any risk. We finished second of the country at Notre Dame. Everybody called me an idiot. Guy finishes last in medical school. They call him doctor. That doesn't seem fair. <laughs> when I left Notre Dame, I never thought I'd coach again. Where'd you go from Notre Dame? According to my mother, you go directly to heaven, you sit by the Pope. You, you don't coach anymore. <laughs> and then I went to live in a town where the average age was deceased. <laughs> and what I found out, I wasn't tired of coaching. You have to have something to hope for, something to dream. And even though you've done great things so far, what's going to happen now? I want to give you a simple plan. Life doesn't have to be complicated. I try to keep life simple. Do you realize there are only seven colors of the rainbow? Only seven. Look what Michelangelo did with those seven colors. There's only seven musical notes. Look what Beethoven did with those seven notes. There's only ten numbers. Look what Bernie Madoff did with those ten numbers. The point I make is it doesn't have to be complicated. See, you need four things in your life. 
If you don't have any of these four things in your life, you're going to have a tremendous void. See, everybody needs something to do. Number two, everybody needs someone to love. Number three, everybody needs someone to believe in. In my case, is Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. But the fourth thing you need in your life is you need something to hope for. There's never a right time to do the wrong thing. And there's never a wrong time to do the right thing. Just do what's right. I think it's right to be honest, right beyond time. See, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy life. Have fun. You're going to have problems. You're going to have difficulties. That's part of life. And don't tell people about your problems. Do you know that 90% of the people don't care? <laughs> and the other 10% are glad you got them. So you're better off to keep it yourself. You're going to have problems. But have fun with what you're doing. People say, did you have fun doing the ESPN? Not really. Because if you have fun being there, people have fun being around. Doesn't mean I don't do dumb things. And sometimes I wasn't real honest. Do everything to the best of your ability with time allotted. You know, ladies and gentlemen, not all of us be All-American. Not everybody be first team. Everybody can be the best you're capable of being. And I want to tell you, if you want to fail, you have the right to fail. That's what's great about this country. You do not have the right to cause other people to fail. Because you don't do everything best your ability. When you join a spouse, you bring a child in the world, you join a business, you join a team. You have obligation responsibilities and you owe it to other people to do the maximum you can at each and everything you do. It's not complicated. And the last rule is show people you care. When you walk in the room, you're right to, hey, here I am, look at me. It's like, no. You're right to, there you are, how can I help you? I wish I knew those three rules when I was 21. I've used them for the last 40 years. There's a statue of me at Notre Dame. I guess they need a place for the pigeons to land, but <laughs> if you go look at it, just don't look to look at three words on the pedestal. Trust, commitment, love. Wow. So good. Uh, I'm, I'm reminded of a story in the Bible about the rich young ruler. And he comes to Jesus with all his disciples and everything, and he says to him in Mark 10, 17 through 27, what do I need to do to become a disciple? And Jesus says, honor your mother and father. Live, you know, obey all the commandments, all the things like that. And he said, I've done that. I've done all those things. So then Jesus looks him dead in the face, and he says, then sell everything you have and follow me. Sell everything you got and follow me. And this guy, it says, this is one of the saddest scriptures in the Bible, says he turns away, walks away sadly because he can't do it. What do you think about this guy, Ricky? I think it reminds me of situations in my life where um, I have to think what's worth giving up to get what I need. Yeah, or to get what I desire, or get that, uh, get to that next step. What what do I what are, what am I willing to give up to get there? Yeah. So and, so it boils down to this: how, how do we make Jesus our all in life? Number one, he he'll have to become our all. He'll become our all when he's all we want. It's like the great Holocaust survivor Corey Tim Boone said: when Jesus is all you have, Jesus will be all you need. What does that statement mean to you, Ricky? You know, when you get rid of when you get rid of a lot of the other junk that's in your life and 
you start realizing that that don't mean nothing and uh you start really focusing your attention and your wants on Jesus. You start realizing He was all you really ever needed in the first place. Yeah, that's that's good. Our our second point is this, and it's one of my favorite ones in my life personally. God wants to be more than a character in your story. He wants to be a participant in your life. What does that mean? God desires relationship, not just viewership. God wants a daily walk with you, not just an occasional stop by. Ricky, have you ever put God on the back burner of your life? And what were those results? I think it was many times when uh, I would live, uh, you know, there was a a stage of my life where I lived a very hot, cold Christian faith. And there was times where I would go to church on Sunday and I would be at the altar that night. But then I would, you know, Monday afternoon would come around and I hadn't prayed or talked to God or, you know, anything, any of those commitments that I may have made to God, I, I was just kind of, I put him to the side and, you know, I, it, it was more so, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't a deep relationship. It was more of just a connection. Uh, and, and, and changing when you don't live all out, it affects your life on all angles. It affects everything that you do. I, you know, if you wanted to date somebody, Ricky... Uh, me and you wouldn't do that because we're married, you know, for a long time now. Uh, but if you wanted to date somebody and you talked to them the first time, you were flirting with them, everything, and then once once you talked to them that first time, you just started to ignore them for the next month. What would happen to that relationship? They would. Uh, they'd probably say, "Who are you?" Yeah. <laughs> uh, where, where have you been the last month? Yeah, you you cannot ignore someone and expect to have a relationship with them. But but we think we can do the same thing to Jesus. You know, we ignore him. We only want him when he can give us something. Which brings me to my last point. What are you willing to let die so he can live in your life? What are, what are the things that you've given more attention, position, or time in place of Jesus? See, God desires not... To have part of us, but all of us. He wants us to know when he walks into the room. He wants us to know when he's up to something. And I, I just want to ask, do you know him? And if you, and you, if your answer's not very much, what in your life needs to be placed on the altar and die? Ricky, what are the benefits to giving it all to Christ? And how has it, pl- how has this played out in your life? Um, I've always had a, it's like a, it's an image that I've portrayed in my mind of, you know, if, if, if sometimes God will give you a door and that door could be, it, there's no telling what's on that other side, but it's exactly what you need. But when you get to that door, if you're carrying a bunch of luggage, some of that's not going to go through that door with you. Yeah. So sometimes you've got to realize that, that some of the luggage that you're carrying, whether it may be stress, worry, uh, lust, whatever, whatever's really going on inside of your life. Sometimes you got to drop some of that stuff to get to that go- that door that God has open for you. Yeah. It's it's what Billy Graham said, you know, in our life. So we've got to be authentic. Billy Graham said this, we are the Bibles the world is reading. We are the creeds the world is needing. We are the sermons the world is heeding. See, you are the sermon that's being preached. So translate this quote. What should it mean to our lives? Ricky. Uh, it says... Uh, you know, I, th- I think that uh, we are we are the walking image of Christ. Sometimes we are that Bible that that some people don't get to carry around with them at all times, and you know we're the we're the part of the church that some people don't have. 
we are we are it and sometimes we have to be that example so that when others need when others need christ we are there and we're able to fill in for the the missing voids that they have in their life yeah it it, it boils down to this and this is one of the greatest quotes that wrecks my life it makes me check myself all the time we teach what we know but we reproduce who we are that's a statement. All right, we're in the studio right now with two amazing coaches. Why don't y'all introduce yourselves? The varsity coach, uh, varsity girls basketball coach in here from Brindley Mountain. I'm Coach Tony Mabry. I'm the varsity girls basketball coach at Brindley Mountain High School. Yeah, and then? Uh, coach Seth Kelly. Yeah, he has a great first name, just for the record. <laughs> don't, you, don't you think, Ricky? Yeah, everybody likes Seth. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so... Anyway, uh, me and my wife had the privilege of meeting Seth's wife. She was one of our nurses for our baby coming, so big deal. But, uh, okay, guys, I want to ask, I'm going to ask the first question today. I just want to know, because I'm really impressed by coaches. I I love Nick Saban, obviously. I love love, uh, Phil Jackson, who coached, you know, we're talking basketball, coached the Chicago Bulls and the L.A. Lakers. Uh, I'm really impressed by those guys. Who would you say... Your greatest coaching inspiration is well. I, you know, I, I'm a little bit older than these guys right here, so I've I've That's had okay. had the opportunity over the years to meet several of these guys, and uh, you know, it's 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 been in the basketball business as long as I have. I've certainly had some influences. I played for Coach Bartow at UAB, and uh, and uh, he was probably the, the guy that succeeded uh, John Wooden, and, and was probably the biggest basketball influence on me, but. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you, being in it as long as I have, I've learned uh, to take the good and the bad with these people, and I don't really um, idolize these guys. I, I've, I've been there with them, and I've learned as much as I can from them, and basketball's been an awesome thing for me, but I don't I don't idolize people. Uh, I idolize what they've done, and I've tried to learn from them, and, and, had, and been fortunate enough to be around some, some very, very good coaches over the years. And so uh, Coach Bartow, as far as basketball, was a big influence on me. Uh, I was at Jacksonville State for a long time with Bill Jones and, and Coach there. And, and, uh, but in coming out, and, uh, and, and Coach Kelly and I have talked about this, the, uh, the ones that really impressed me now are, are the guys in situations like Coach Kelly and the people at Brindley Mountain, the people in the county and Douglas and some of these other schools that you'll be talking to who, who have to coach with what they got. You know, uh, for lack of a better term, I had a guy tell me one time, in high school, it's kind of like a, an ugly baby. When you have it, you stuck with it, you know. <laughs> yes. And and uh, uh, and, you, and some of the better coaching jobs I've seen done is, are not, not necessarily the the teams that 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 win championships, but but the kids that grow and, and get better each year. And, and that's what we try to do at Brindley. And that, that's some of the better better coaching jobs I've seen in my lifetime are the guys that are down in the trenches in the high schools that that work with kids that are not the greatest athletes, and and you have an opportunity to praise them for what they. Uh, achieve in what they do and how they work rather than how good they are so uh, it, it, it's a second life for me to be at Brindley Mountain and to be in a situation like that to work with kids and actually have to do more coaching than when I could go out and recruit the kids that I wanted to play in my system um, I would say that uh, I only had one basketball coach in my life uh, and that was Jeff Jones and I had him from as a seventh grader till I graduated played varsity basketball for him and he gave me a a John Wooden book when I was in eighth grade Um, and a lot of the lessons from that one really stuck with me and then I would just go with what coach said and uh, 
you know, you take what you can get from some of them. Obviously, look up somebody like Coach K. Uh, and then I really like uh, like a Shaka Smart and somebody that's younger like that in the game um, and still having success. But, you know, you take the good and the bad and things that fit your personality and your coaching style and, and what you want to be about, uh, and you take those and you run with them and, and try to kind of mold into something that's your own. So, I know uh, I played basketball in high school. and um, Of course, you, if you're a coach, you've got to have a love for the game. But some of the deeper stuff, you know, like the, the things that you get to teach your kids, what are some of the things that you love personally that through basketball that is just some some favorite, I guess, some characteristics you get to teach? Or, or what are some things that, that you really love to do that has to do with being a basketball coach? I think the, the biggest thing about, and I, as, as, a, as a student athlete and into coaching, that uh, the biggest thing in uh, the avenue that we have to teach is through it, through the, the fact that it's a team sport. Uh, you know, you have individual sports that are tennis and golf and things like that, and that's all fine. But the lessons that you had to learn and I've had to learn over the years of being able to uh, to fit into that program and fit into that team and work as a team and make that next uh, serve that next person on your team a lot as we do is in Christianity is, is we're there to serve as a team or you're not going to be successful you know do I take that shot or do I make that next pass to help my teammate and those are the kind of things that you have to learn as a team you have to learn you know fight through adversity you have to go through the things uh, that coach Holtz was talking about earlier uh, you take kids that come from all different walks of life and have different home lives but we have the opportunity each day to have them not only um, not only in the basketball arena but but in the halls and in the lunchroom and in the kids that uh, we you know y'all were there when coach Eisen talked about pick the five pick five yeah. kids in the schools awesome you know pick so five good. that don't play for us you know so good we're gonna get him in the, here to do that soon hopefully so yeah. Seth what what would that be for you um I think really with these guys now that you try to emphasize having uh, that gritty attitude, having grit, yeah. sticking to it, uh, not giving up. You know, there you have a small window to play basketball in. Yeah. Like regardless yeah. of how far you go with it, it's still a small window. Uh, and so the intensity of that situation and being put under that kind of pressure is really going to teach you a lot about yourself, yeah. uh, what you're able to accomplish, what you're able to endure. And so I would say that's the biggest thing is to not take the easy way out. Uh, and it's difficult to be a good teammate. Yeah. Uh, it's difficult to, to not take the glory for yourself uh, and either give it to your teammates or, you know, hopefully uh, give the glory to God and display it for something bigger. Yeah. Uh, and to live for something bigger than yourself. But definitely sticking through it through adversity, I think, is a major lesson we try to teach now. Man. And, and so many people give up when it gets hard, don't yeah. they? And yeah. I, I love that lesson, you know, pushing through even when you don't feel it, you mm -hmm. know. Because if we base our life on feelings... They only take us so far, right? They're like yeah. roller coasters, you know. Yeah, I, up and down. I feel great now. Five minutes later, <laughs> life stinks. Okay, it's a, so uh, okay. What is the greatest? What was? What has been? And you're going to have a lot to draw from. What has been your favorite game that you've ever coached in 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 your career so far? Oh, uh, as far as just an individual game. Um, uh, when I was coaching the women's basketball team at Jacksonville State, we, we went to the Elite Eight and uh, lost up in Boston by one to get to the Final Four in the NCAA tournament. Wow. Now, that, and I've told this to people many, many years, that, that that's okay. That's an individual game. The greatest games that I love to coach 
are, are, and it goes along with what Coach Kelly was talking about, about adversity and about grit and about fighting through. There's nothing better, and it's one of the reasons, main reasons that I coached basketball all these years is there's no better feeling than to walk into the dressing room after a win that you weren't supposed to have. You know, yeah. that's that's the most awesome, absolutely, that's the most <laughs> most awesome feeling in the world for those kids to rise up and do the things that they have to do and and, and, and believe in your system and believe in you. And, 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 you know, you tell them, look, we're going to put you in a situation at the end. If you'll do this and do that and you get to this situation, you're going to have an opportunity to win, and they follow that plan. Um, and and that's, that's that's probably the most, most enjoyable feeling that I've had in, in, in the coaching business is to – you know, go in there and celebrate with a group that wins a game that you weren't supposed to win. So good. Yeah. Um, probably the one that stands out the most uh, is just an individual game. Um, it was the year after we had, as an assistant coach, we had went to the Sweet 16. Before that, uh, and the next year we're playing up at Pisgah, and we hadn't played there in a while. And it's a difficult place to win. We were down by 18 in the fourth quarter. Uh, went on a 22-0 run with our uh, leading scorer fouled out, and uh, just I mean, unbelievable comeback. Like when the when the shot went in to take the lead, it's like I mean, you just couldn't believe it. Uh, and so that was that was a pretty epic uh, individual game to think Slept about. Slept good that night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it may be not so much around here, but I know all over the country, basketball is a is an avenue sport for a lot of people. You know, it, 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 a lot of people can go to their local uh, local park or you know, in their in their in their neighborhood. There's a basketball goal. You know, there's it's a it's a sport where I've always thought of anybody could get out there if they had nothing. They've got basketball because all you need is a, a ball, whether it's pumped up or not, and a goal for it to go in. And um, you know, what's something that that I guess it inspires you, and I know with, with college it may be different, but being able to take people from you know their home life situations or, or financial situations and just giving them uh, an opportunity to where you can coach them not only in basketball but in life. It, do you have any kind of stories or inspirational inspirational thoughts that has to do with uh, bringing kids out of nothing and giving them something to look forward to or a sport to play or Definitely, I mean, I, th- I think that's the nature of the business, and why why we're all in it. Uh, and, and Coach Kelly and I at Brindley Mountain have an opportunity to do that almost daily. Uh, and you're right; it's it's. Uh, and, and, and I teach physical education also, so I have 60, 70 kids a day in the gym, and Coach Kelly comes through quite often, and he knows all the ones that I know that have nothing to do with basketball. Yeah. But that's their life. They come yeah. they come in and they play basketball every day. Now some of them are. Uh, it's questionable as you call it basketball, but <laughs> but but that's their absolutely their life. They love to come that, and, and we try to use that tool to to encourage them in in, in their classroom. And then coach, coach teaches history, and uh, and and it's amazing how that is an avenue for us to get to those kids where other teachers can't. Wow. Uh, and we're able to help them also in the classrooms and the teachers and, and help them with discipline and everything else because every kid loves, for some reason, loves, like you said, loves to play a basket, play basketball. On the other hand, it's another thing that the kids, I've had many kids that have come on and played for me in the past that didn't have anything at home, but they did have a basketball. And I have taken them, and we've taken them in camps and taught them how to do Maravich drills or ball handling drills, something that doesn't even require a goal. But individually, they can become a good basketball player without even having a goal if they've got a basketball. And I can't tell you how many basketballs we've given to kids to put in their backpacks 
to take home that are old basketballs and and that kind of thing and and uh, you know this this that and some of them will will come back and do that but it, it's kind of even though I was talking earlier about it being a team sport there's a lot of individual skills that a kid can learn on their own without a, a high economic basis and yeah. we're going to try to do some camps and and that kind of thing and uh, and uh, we're going to try actually and this is kind of I don't know if you need me to bring this up or not but we've talked with the FCA. Yeah. We're going to try to get with Sure Shots out here, and I haven't talked to him yet, but sometime early in the December do a uh, Marshall County Coaches Christmas Coalition camp on a Sunday afternoon and have every kid that can come bring a toy. Wow. Uh, so any kid can bring a toy. They yeah. can get in, and they won't have to have a whole lot of money, and we can raise a lot of stuff for those kids. But anyway, I just got sidetracked there. No, no. A little, bring them back. I used to be the AD at Steve. My wife told me I was the ADD. So we <laughs> kind of have a tendency to do that. But, but that's 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 the beauty of answering your question is it can be an individualized thing. And like I said, all kids, they'll yeah. pick up a basketball. They'll If they come in, they'll pick it up and start shooting it. But So good. Take Takes yeah. your mind off a lot, you know. Absolutely. So, I would, just going back to what Coach said, you know, you get a team, and it's made up of all different types of individuals. Uh, but the game doesn't care. Like, the game doesn't yeah. care how much money yeah. you make. Uh, it cares how much work you put in. That's right. And so uh, to have the opportunity, it's it's a great equalizer uh, to go out there and then to share that uh, with the people that you work hard with every day. And so, like Coach said, we that's something we deal with on a daily basis. And uh, just to have that opportunity – to help them out uh, and to put everybody on a level playing field like that and, and to see what hard work can accomplish, I think it's a really great thing about our game. My, and this is going to be our last question, and I have really enjoyed this, guys. I, yeah, I, I hope you are having fun. Absolutely. They got some charburger, just saying. <laughs> oh, <laughs> was it good? Oh, it was great. <laughs> we love those guys. So, anyway, we had some charburger and milkshakes and stuff. Our lives are changed. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but my question is this. I just made a quote at the end of my clutch moment, and I think this goes, whether, whether you're spiritual or not, that's not really where I'm going with this, but you teach what you know, but you reproduce who you are. Would you say you're pleased with the product that you're reproducing because of the life you live? In other words, you teach what you know, but you reproduce who you are. I personally um, can witness to the fact that I am now, uh, I, as an older coach, I went through a period of time when I did not coach. Yeah. And and it's 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 I can I can tell anyone that, that will listen that that God gave me an opportunity to coach again. Yeah. But he only gave me that opportunity when I started to listen to him and when I turned everything over to him and, and things started happening. And, uh, and that's why I'm back in coaching. And it is, that's a simple factor. There was a time when, when uh, it was all about winning and it was all about, uh, it was all about me. I didn't yeah. realize that, but it was about me and it wasn't about serving the Lord. Wow. And when that opportunity came, the door opened and that's why I'm back in coaching now wow. is, is I'm there to serve him and it's through my craft and that's coaching basketball. And the cool thing about coaching is, man, you you change the game for so many kids, and you have an avenue that a lot of people don't. And I think when I reflect on my life, I remember people like you in my life, you right. know. And man, I love just I, I'm serious in saying this. I I'm really just enjoying sitting here talking <laughs> to you right now. Thank you. Because I I'm kind of envious of the kids you get to coach. I kind of wish I got to sit under you because this. I, I've gotten so much out of today, Seth. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's just every day trying to be an example, um, yeah. and you know, and it really does a good job 
for us. I mean, it holds us accountable. Yeah. Uh, we got to live at a higher standard because we know that there's people watching us. Yeah. Everything that we do. And so uh, whether it's us getting up and working out at 6 in the morning and yeah. these guys, you know, working out with them and seeing that example yeah. or just trying to do the right things and always have a positive attitude, you know, when when the grind of basketball and academics and all just kind of gets to you uh, is being that example is uh, keeping a positive outlook and knowing that you have a greater purpose than just the individual task of the day uh, yeah. living for something else besides yourself that's wow. pretty awesome man you know I want to I want to end on a funny note and I, <laughs> I always have to do this but you know there's always these coaches that you know if you if you win the game you're going to do a dance with them in the locker room or, or you're going to, yeah, I know the girls, they probably cut up with you a lot, right. coach, but right. you know, is there anything that you may have done or that you've been a part of that you said, all right, I, I'll break a move just this one time. I mean, <laughs> have you ever had one of those? I'm glad he asked that question. <laughs> you don't have to do it here, but we, we want to hear it. Well, you could do it here. <laughs> let's, let's let's go back to the fact that basketball is a team sport, and 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 I think it's great. Now, I, actually, that that and we're talking about our influence that are on these kids, and and yes, there has been several, but but. Um, they also have a huge influence on us, yeah, and a big influence on us. So they keep an old coach like me young, and it, and it's and it's absolutely a blast. Each I, I look forward to each and every morning getting up and not only having the most beautiful drive in the world. Uh, we live on this side of the of the, uh, of the mountain, and 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 my wife is actually the principal at Gunnersville High School. Wow. And and I drive by there every day in the most beautiful drive there. I can't wait to get there because something's going to happen that morning with kids that just makes my day. Uh, and I, I teach middle school kids, sixth grade, listen, sixth grade girls P.E., seventh grade girls P.E., <laughs> and this young lady back here knows, and eighth grade girls P.E., along with three high school classes. I can honestly. A whole lot of drama, right? I can, I, I can honestly, yes, I can honestly say that when they were talking about the wall on the border. Yeah. No, sixth grade girls on the border, our country's safe. <laughs> <laughs> I love every minute of it. It's, 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 I mean, it keeps me, it's the, the things that I learn every day from those kids are a lot of times very, very helpful to me and just as important as what they learn from us. Mr. Mabry, that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Although we want to see a dance. Right, yeah. <laughs> too, too many knee surgeries. Right, right, right. <laughs> hey, hey, whatever it takes, uh, if if they'll go out and they'll perform like they can perform and uh, we have the success, I'll be dancing in the locker room with them, whatever they want to do. Come on, man. <laughs> you hear that, boys? Yeah. You hear that? Yeah. <laughs> Y'all keep sad to that right there. Yeah, that's right. Kelly, he needs that. <laughs> yeah. So what's your go-to dance move then? Oh, man, <laughs> I don't even know. The sprinkler. It, right. it could be. It just depends on the moment, you know. Right, right. You got to fill out. I hate to say because you guys were making fun of the seventies. Right, no, 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 no. That was that was our studio. I know, I know. 70s. I kind of felt at home when. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna thank you so much. So fun. Thank you guys yeah, so much. Appreciate y'all for having us. Man, we have loved it, Mr. Mabry, um, uh, Coach Kelly, Coach Ke- uh, Mabry. We. It's been my favorite one, honestly, so far. I mean, seriously, y'all have been fun. We've enjoyed it. And so we're going to go to a song, and we're coming back with... We're going to have Garrett Owens, varsity basketball player at Brindley Mountain, joining us. All right. We're here with the one, the only, Garrett Owens. Hey. 
Garrett Owens. What's up, man? How you doing? Not much. Doing pretty good. Oh, are you excited to be here? Yes, sir. This is his first radio show. Yeah. First radio show. He's probably wondering why the music just popped up behind it. But anyway, uh, did you enjoy your charburger? Yes, it was really good. A little life-changing moment there. So what position do you play on the basketball team, Garrett? Uh, pretty much... Wherever Both, Coach puts you? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Other than post, because I'm not really good right there. Wow. Wow. Okay. So, what are you good at? Are you good at shooting? What do you like doing? Uh, I like shooting, driving the ball in a lot. Yeah? If yeah. you could if you could uh, pick a celebrity basketball player, NBA, or uh, maybe a favorite athlete, who would you say you play like? Well, that's hard, kind of hard to say. This is your chance to say this in front of your coach. Well, Coach Kelly is watching. Yeah. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> I would say more Chris Paul. Okay. Chris Paul. Of, he like, you know how he loves to pass and all that. I like passing. He's just he's a really good shooter and pretty good all round. Not all round, but pretty good defensive player also. Well, what would you say the hardest aspect of your sport is? Probably. I don't know, probably the plays and all that. Having to go through them every day, yeah. work harder on each. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go into one right here. He better say Coach Kelly on this one. Uh, who is your greatest inspiration in basketball? <laughs> He's looking over his shoulder. <laughs> uh, Close your ears, Coach Kelly. <laughs> well, I mean... I'd probably have to give it to Coach Kelly. Cause, there it is. Uh, right there. <laughs> yeah, he's helped me through the past couple of years now. Yeah, um, he's made me the player that I am now. Yeah, better player than I was when I was younger, especially. Wow. What wow. are some things that uh, you hope to improve on this year? That you, you know, you, maybe some, some, uh, maybe we, we, you had a bad shot last year. You had a bad dribble. What, what, do you, what are some things you really hope you improve on this year? A whole lot of shooting. Putting the ball in the basket? Yeah. That and more of our, more of my mentality for the game. Yeah. Yeah, so um, my question to you is, and this one's a funny one, what is the most embarrassing moment you've had while playing basketball? Uh, Come on! Air the dirty laundry, every, man. You got this. Every day I remember this. <laughs> <laughs> But it was happening every day. Yeah, I was... <laughs> yeah. Eighth grade county tournament. We we're playing Arab High School. Yeah. Um. I was, somebody was bringing it down the court. I don't remember who it was. They passed me the ball, and as soon as I see it, I duck and oh, miss yeah. the ball. Wow. <laughs> On purpose? No, I didn't see it coming. So Did I you got, hear that, I, Coach Kelly? <laughs> no. No, I got scared of the ball. <laughs> I just ducked from it. This is basketball, not baseball. Quit throwing the ball. <laughs> this is a fun. This is a fun question. You know, let's say, uh, let's say you're uh, you're down by two, and you just drain a three pointer, and you're walking away. I mean, are you are you excited? Do you like straight face? Like you hold anything? Hold your hands up. What do you do? What's what's your go to? Well, are you shocked? <laughs> probably shocked, but at the same time, I'm excited for it. But I. After even after that shot, I'll get back and play defense. So you're keeping your composure. Yeah, pretty much. All right. Uh, Ricky asks this question a lot, and I I want to ask you this: if you if you could circle one game on the calendar every year, every year, 
that you like this game I want to dominate I want to win what would that game be probably DAR DAR we have not had them in this studio we yet. <laughs> we may be calling you out right now, the basketball team. Yeah, come yeah. on. They Lady don't. Patriots. Yeah. Well, probably the reason why is because we haven't had the best relationship these for a while now. Yeah. And they love trying to talk crap to us. Okay. So, smack talk. Yeah. <laughs> so we got some smack talk. All yeah. right. Yeah. So it feels good when you beat them. Yeah. Yeah. We beat them once last year, lost twice to them. All right, all right. But it feels the best when you win. Yeah. Right. Okay, you're up, Ricky. <laughs> so uh, what's the uh, – I want to know about your 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 game day ritual. I mean, if it's after school, you obviously you're going to take you a shower before the game. What, what, what do you go through? you have a favorite meal or you have a favorite candy, favorite drink? What, what you got? Well. Are you going to start a ritual this year? I'm probably going to start it this year. I'm not for sure yet. I haven't really had one. Uh, I'll give you an idea. This is something that I did. And this is, I guess this is why I never succeeded in basketball. <laughs> I he like, had a charburger <laughs> shake. Get him a Shout out to charburger. Shout out to charburger. I like putting Skittles in my Gatorade. Uh, yeah, I've never tried that before. It's pretty weird. You probably don't need to start either. <laughs> probably not. I mean, you got your electrolytes and you're jacked up. Yeah. I mean, that's one. That's one thing a coach coach loves is when you when the players jacked up for a game. So, right. Um, you know, I know a lot of kids that go to that Red Bull and you know the. Uh, Hopefully nobody goes to Starbucks. That's probably what the girls like, Starbucks. Yeah. You know. Coach Mabry, don't let your players drink Starbucks before. They no. <laughs> probably already too late. Yeah, yeah, too late. The other uh, team will be tweeting about that. I know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, what music is playing in your headphones before the game? I would say probably a lot of Christian rap. Okay. All right. Yeah. You like Lecrae and... Yeah. Yeah. How about we do this, Stephen? Do you think we can uh, we can cut a, a Christian rap song in between this interview? Yeah. So throw uh, in some minutes. I'm gonna man. I'm, I'm gonna ask one more question, and then we're gonna we're gonna go to a we're gonna go to a Christian rap song here. Uh, what's the uh, what's your favorite part about being an athlete, just in general? Just working on my game a whole lot. All right. Wow. Trying to help the people around me get better. Yeah. Help myself get better. Yeah. And. Yeah, that's pretty much all I have. So good. And this is... NF Motivated. NF Motivated, my favorite song on this radio station. Check this out. Tell us if you like it, Garrett. I've been, I've been doing this a long time. I mean, over half my life. Good night, Alfred. Sir, it's morning. Yes. Ah. Master Bruce, you live on an island, figuratively and literally. Yeah, I love it. You can't spend the rest of your life alone, dressed in black, Listening to the Varsity Radio Show and staying up all night. Yes, I can, because I'm Batman. God, I love Batman. Gary, what do you think of Batman? Great superhero. Yeah! Good answer. We Man. love Batman's our favorite. We had to have him it's introduce us every time. And not just Batman, Lego Batman. Lego <laughs> Batman. That, that's who we use. So uh, if you're just now joining us, we've got, we've got Gary Owens in the studio with us and we are going to bring him a couple more questions before we end off this interview. But it has been a pleasure having you, Garrett, and your coaches, and just an awesome, awesome representation of Brindley Mountain. So, what a great show! It has yeah, been yeah. good so far. So, here's my first question for you: preseason workouts, how are they going for you? Really good. Hard days, some easy days. 
Mainly hard though. Tell me about the hard days. What do those look like? Hard days. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Usually our hard days are Mondays, sometimes Wednesdays. All the days that end with yeah. Y, right? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> no. Um, what they look like are Mondays are arms, right? He's looking at his coach. I, <laughs> nice. I, I can't remember each day. I know. I know Wednesday for sure. Our legs. All I've got to say is, uh, Coach Kelly, do not let him take a vacation. Yeah. I miss <laughs> one. I miss one day of work. One day of workouts, and I get jumped on for it. Suicide. Yeah. You got no. to have that grit. I don't know if you heard that. You got to have that grit. It's part yeah. of it. <laughs> Go ahead. All See right. You. So let me ask you this: three pointers. What's the most three pointers you're going to drop in a game this year? I'm hoping for more than six. That was how. That's how much I had that in one game during the summer. Wow. Was that yeah. your favorite game? Pretty much, yeah. Wow. So good. So, uh, anyway, uh, oh, yeah. where do you where do you see this sport taking you, Garrett? I see it taking me a pretty good ways. Okay. Yeah. You want to play college ball, maybe? I want to, but uh, I got to keep working harder. Okay. Yeah. Harder and harder each day. Yeah. What's we- that? What's the one drill that uh, that you that you don't enjoy and what's one drill that you do enjoy you got this coach kelly go ahead probably now. our three-man weave three-man weave do you like that one i don't like that one one bit <laughs> the way he makes us do it <laughs> does it make you better garrett it, it in some way in some way yeah <laughs> oh, i hear no. coughing in the back of the room this interview's going south for yeah. Garrett, not for no, us. We're enjoying this. Anyway. We're gonna come watch. <laughs> we gotta go see these guys. What's your play? favorite drill? What do you like doing? You like scrimmaging? Uh, I love scrimmaging. Is that your it, favorite? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What about when Coach scrimmages with you? Does he, but, ever... he makes it hard on us. He makes it hard. Has yeah. he put it to you? A lot. Very hard. That's what you need. You need that, man. Yeah. Garrett, thank you so much for being on our show. This concludes our athlete interview. Do you got any? Do you got any shout outs? Some friends, maybe. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to my whole team. All right. Yeah, they're here to su- they support me. They help yeah. me through everything I can that I need to get through. Come on. And I also uh, shout out to Joey, of course, again. Yeah. 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 Hey, Joey. We saw you on there for a minute. Uh, sorry if you're if you're listening on the radio. Hey, our Facebook live's been messing up because of charter and weather, so we're not making excuses. But we will be back clearly next week. But Facebook live is up currently, so you can check us out and see the coaches and Garrett in the studio. So thank you so much for being in here with us, Garrett. We have loved having you. Yeah, thank you for having me on here too. Yeah, did you enjoy your charburger? Yeah. Shout it's out to charburger. Charger charburger always comes through. Yeah. That's actually the first burger I've ever had there. Yeah. Every time I've gone, I've only got a drink. Yeah, they will never it, let me down. Will it be your last? No. No. Oh, that's I'll, I'll, I'll be sure to go back there again. Come on, somebody. Anyway, <laughs> give them some music. Kerosene. Hey, this is Josh Rains, youth pastor at Gunnersville First United Methodist Church. What do I do? I brush my teeth, I wash my hair, and I listen to the Varsity Radio Show 2.30 to 4.30 on Tuesdays on 88.5 JFM. The Varsity Radio Show. Whoa! You're darn right, whoa.
It's time for the Varsity Freestyle. Oh, man. I love this, and we've got a contest going right now. We have a thing on Facebook. We have a jar of candy. I don't know if... Um, Olivia, show it to him right now. Show it, like, pick that up, Olivia. It's Say amazing. hey to Olivia. She's amazing. She's here. It's a mason jar full of candy. And inside this candy is a bunch of kisses and a bunch of Reese's. And I am the only person in the studio that knows exactly how many are in, how many pieces of candy are in that jar. So what you're going to do is you're going to go on our Facebook page and you're going to comment your number of how many you think's in there. And if you win, first person to guess how many is in there, that's yours. Yeah. At the end of the show, if if whoever gets the closest, we're going to give it to them. But in the meantime, we're going to talk about secret talents. Secret talents. Secret talent. And our boy Steven has... He's over here trying to find his cord. He's got one. Our boy Steven's got some. We want him to share with you. He's actually did trying you to... Have any, did you have any, Seth? I can only do Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Roro Shaggy, Scooby Doo. That's a very good Scooby Doo. So that's about that all I good. got. That's all I got. All what I about got. you, Stephen? Okay, so I've got um, Marvin the Martian. Greetings, Earthling. Have you seen my space modulator? I love his talent. All right, there's that one. There's. Um, I make him do this with my son. <laughs> How about Elmo? Here it is. <laughs> It'll take me a second. <laughs> that's my favorite color. Isn't that creepy? La, 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 la. <laughs> la, 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 la. Elmo's world. Why Elmo hasn't advertised for the varsity yet? I'm still in wonder. <laughs> that is true. We might get. Why Elmo has in Elmo here. not advertised for us? <laughs> we'll Probably, have to make that happen. Well, and we don't. We're not sure how many of our listeners like Elmo. So if you like <laughs> Elmo, all you have to do is tell us. Tell yeah. us. Don't, don't we, we have can... another one, Stephen? I'm trying to think. Mm. Is that April? Oh, April does a baby cry. April does. One that would make me and Ricky jump up and go to the crib. <laughs> yeah. It's a little creepy. And what is it? Uh, the lady off of, was it Happy Days? I can't remember. Oh, she can do Ethel. Ethel, yeah. Ethel. Yep. All right, my other secret talent is I can do towel animals. Towel animals? Towel animals. If Where you had one, that? I would make it happen in this studio right now, but I would see no towels. I can make an elephant. You just picked that because there were no towels in here. No, I can do it. (laughs) I can, and I have. Yeah? Yeah, I learned it on a cruise ship. Cool. Well, we're going to be taking call-ins. We're going to, in a minute, we're going to play our call-in, but we're going to let y'all call in and give us some of your secret talents if you have one. A few of them that I found online that a lot of people, uh, that a lot of, this is some common secret talents. What about eyebrow dancing? (laughs) <laughs> I have never seen that, but I want to now that you said it. We might get that video out next week of some eyebrow dancing. What about walking like a crab? Can you do that? I can, but it ends tragically. I can crab. <laughs> I can crab walk only because I was in band and I was a drummer. So yeah, I can crab walk. Wow. Yeah. I bet S- you. Stephen's wanna... going to tumble after this. We want to see that. Actually. Yeah. We want to see that. I'm not. I keep telling you this every week. I don't tumble. My daughter does. You can keep saying that. That doesn't change the fact <laughs> me and Ricky want to see a video of you oh, tumbling. Wow. We want to see you up on that ball. <laughs> we have to do something. <laughs> anyway. What about this, Stephen? Can you sing with your mouth closed? Let's hear it, boy. <laughs> that's really humming. You know, yeah. that's that's better than it, I could have done. Kinda, yeah. Olivia, what you got back there? What talent? All my talents are for the world. I've never <laughs> <laughs> what you see is what you get. <laughs> what you see is what you get. Okay, listen, Facebook. 
I mean, people on 88.5, we're going to spice it up a little. If you call in the best talent, this is like America's Got Talent. You know you always wanted this moment. You always wanted this moment to happen. You've been waiting for it. Show them that bag of M&Ms that we're going to give them for the one who wins. It's right over here on your other side. But if you're watching Facebook Live, we have a very large bag of M&Ms. Here's what they sound like. Yes, yes. So just imagine that. Imagine the bag opening and you eating 70 ounces of M&M's. Wow. You'll sound like Steven singing with this mouthful of M&M's. That's right. Except you'll be in happiness and joy. So we want to spice it up a little bit. Give us a phone call with your hidden talents. We're going to judge. And the one that wins gets a very, very large of peanut M&M's. You won't be sorry. Yeah. Give them that number, Steven. At 256-505-0885. That's it. Call that number and you will give us your secret talent. And guess what? The best part is nobody's going to see your face. Yeah. (laughs) Is it really that shameful? You don't even have to give us your last name. You just got to give us a name and give us your talent. And you're entered to win. Work with us, people. Come on. You got this. So anyway, call in 256-505-0885. We're going to throw in some music while you call. There is a prize. We got two prizes going right now. It's just like a Sunday, Sunday, Sunday sale. (laughs) Call in 256-505-0885. We can't wait to talk to you. Meanwhile, I'll keep on. Who's there? Well, this is Harold Dixon. Yeah! That's Wait, how y'all Harold. doing today? We, our lives are so much better when you call. Dang Harold, right they are. Harold, yeah. <laughs> you're becoming like a like a, like a a favorite part of our show. Y'all don't need that. <laughs> we do. We do. We do. Well, I appreciate that. We need some Harold Dixon fan t-shirts here at the Varsity. <laughs> Listen, Harold Dixon, we've got a... Uh, We've got a question that we're asking, and it's secret talents. So yours ought to be pretty interesting. What kind of secret talents do you have? Well, one of mine. Y'all ever seen that movie Roadhouse? No. (laughs) With Patrick Swayze? What? You ain't never seen Roadhouse? No. What's wrong with you? Probably a lot. Anyway. (laughs) Lord have mercy. So anyway. Well, I can quote Roadhouse frontwards and backwards in English and Spanish. Well, let's hear your Spanish. I can only do it on Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> but I also, I don't want to brag, but I will. Okay. I can crochet. Oh! Nobody's business. Come on, somebody. We, we need some pictures of that. I'm the only man at the truck stop who's got his own Pinterest board. I bet you are. I bet you are. <laughs> What's your favorite thing to crochet? Is it hats? <laughs> scarves? Do what? What's your favorite thing to crochet? Well, being as how I sit down a whole lot, I like to uh, I like to crochet me some seat covers. Okay. Uh, you get me enough yarn, I, I'll crochet anything. I crocheted Darla's sweater last week. <laughs> <laughs> she goat in a sweater. It's the cutest thing. Oh, oh please send us a picture of that, Daryl. A goat in a sweater. <laughs> How's yeah. she doing? Is she doing okay? Is Darla any better than 
last week. Don't didn't she get struck by lightning here? She did. She's all right. She's all right. We uh we put her in the in the barn for the week. Since so I'm Dar- out here on the road. Darla survived Hurricane Irma. Yeah, she did. She came out all right, I reckon. Does your milk still have a zing to it? Yeah, you know, it goes away after a couple of weeks. It's oh, kind of okay. disappointing. <laughs> That's gotcha. but, yeah. You know, now, it is you, what it is. Do you take her on the road The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. <laughs> <laughs> does, she ever, does she ever ride alongside you in your truck? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got a, I got a bunk for her right there in the back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> does it ever get messy back there? It's a goat, Seth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Wow, we want to see pictures, Harold, of of the goat in the sweater desperately. So please send us that. Well, next time she's out on the road, I'll, I'll be sure to do that. <laughs> next Thursday, <laughs> we're gonna have to have a Thursday show just for Harold. God, it's just for Harold. We're gonna be here where he can quote Spanish. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Harold, for calling in with your secret talents. You are a very talented and very interesting individual. Wow. They nada. They nada. There it is. All right. We'll see you, Harold. All right. If you want to get uh, on. Y'all have a good one. You too. Hey, if y'all want to get on the radio show, 256-505-0885. Oh, my God. Wow. We actually have a picture of a goat <laughs> yeah. in a knitted Thank you, Harold Dixon, for sending that in. We need sure that. Please post that to our Facebook page. Oh, we have two contests going on. Nobody's won our M&Ms with your uh, secret abilities. And there is 70 ounces of peanut M&Ms here. Somebody's got to win this. Somebody's got to have a secret talent we're out gonna, there. Hey, we're going to keep talking. Uh, but 256-505-0885. Call in and win that. Also, if you're on Facebook Live, guess how many candies are in this jar. And you can have it. If you get the closest to it, you can have it. And let me tell you, nobody's guessed, so your guess is going to be really close. I would say it's probably about a, looks like a maybe a 28-ounce mason jar, 32-ounce. Somebody guessed 73? Okay, there we go. Oh, Pastor Gary, he's he's wanting some Reese pieces. Pastor Gary, you're close. You're a little short. So there's a hint. It's more than 73. Yeah, there you go. Thanks for our pastor, So Thank you, Pastor. So it's so more than 73. Guess with us. Keep going. Hey, let's get Olivia up in here with us. Olivia's going to tell you where you can find the Varsity while we're waiting on you to call in for these bag of M&M's. Tell them where they can find the Varsity, Olivia. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Varsity Radio Show. And you can listen to um, us on podcast at iTunes at the Varsity Radio Show. So good. So good. And now on Facebook Live, you can see Olivia every week after three. Every week after three, she's not. She's not hidden anymore. She's not hidden. She's showing her face. And she's really fantastic. It's really nice having her in here, to be honest. And so somebody's calling us. We're going to see. All right. We got any hidden talents? I know that uh, Stephen. We know that Stephen's got some hidden talents. Hello, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. What's your name? This is Cheryl. Cheryl! Yeah. Yes, it's me. Cheryl! 
It's me. Hidden talent. Hidden talent. I can do the robot. Well, let's the robot. Let's hear it. <laughs> can you talk? Can you no, talk? I mean, like the you know, like the robot movement dance robot. Yeah, but you can't hear it. Sorry. Yeah. Can you so, make any robot sounds? Yes, we need. So we gotta have no, something here. This is a radio show. I can't show. do like the sounds, but I can do like the robot. I grew up in the '80s, right? So, you know, I can do the robot. All right. All right well, that's pretty talented. Little sounds. You will have to send us a video to our Facebook page, Cheryl. <laughs> You must prove so that you So, sorry, can do it's not a sound, but anyway, <laughs> that's hey. my secret talent. We think that's good. Every every secret talent's important to us. Yeah. Well, you got three right. minutes, and right now you're the winner. So, if you want to call the Varsity Radio Show, give us a phone call. You're up against the robot. Listen, if you got a, if you got a secret talent better than a robot, you better call. Yeah. Give us a ring, 256-505-0885. We have two minutes left. Two minutes! And we've had one of the best shows ever. It's been really fantastic. Ricky, we've had a really fantastic show. We had Holly Broadus actually on Facebook Live saying they're listening to us on the way home from the beach. Way to go, Holly and Cameron. Way to go. Way to go. Some youth leaders among fantastic people. So, anyway. Ricky. we're, We're getting out there. We're almost... You know, if y'all if y'all if y'all can't hear this, or you have some friends and you really want them to hear these awesome coaches interviews that we had today, give them our podcast tomorrow because when it comes out, I'm telling you, I love listening to our podcast while I'm riding my lawnmower. And come on, now. I mean, there's a lot of good places you can listen to the Varsity Radio Show, and I, I enjoy it. I enjoy hearing myself, even though I think I sound funny. But yeah, you know, it, it, it's fun. It's a fun show, and you know, request us to our friends. Um, one neat thing that we got going on is on our Facebook page, you can actually go on there and review us. Yeah, do that for us. You know, we we want to hear some reviews. We want some feedback, and we're willing to we're willing to to take some hits to hear what we got to do to make this show better. So tell so us, get, give it to us, lay it on us. You know, and if if you want to, you can comment, message us uh, any time of the week, anything, any of these uh, clutch moments that may touch your heart. We are mobile. And this is not just a Tuesday afternoon show. We are going to be here all the time, and we are just wanting to minister to you guys and provide a great show. So well, tell them what we're, where we're going to be at tomorrow, Seth. Oh, tomorrow we're going to be, I'm going to be at Marshall Christian uh, in the morning. I'll actually be doing chapel there. Uh, and then after Marshall Christian in the afternoon, we're going to be at the Sean Tim Tebow event. If you haven't got t- tickets to that, uh, you can actually see me and Ricky live there. <laughs> We're actually going to be there passing out free T-shirts. Yeah, the cool thing is uh, middle school, high school students get in for free. And uh, parents and adults, you can find your tickets online at itickets.com. So we yeah. are we are going to hear Tim Tebow tomorrow. And uh, I'm sure me and Ricky are going to come back talking about it. The varsity. Yeah, have so, a chance to win a T-shirt too. Yeah, you know? hey, we are giving out shirts tomorrow. Our These very are fresh. First, yeah, Our hey, first we, shirt giveaway. Yeah, so you're not going to get a polo like you see us wearing here in the studio, but <laughs> we have a crazy cool shirt we're giving away tomorrow. So yeah. please be there. A big, uh, a big thank you to Tim over at Hometown Design Screen Printing for hooking us up with those. Awesome. Thanks, Tim. Thank you. Yeah. Really fantastic. Thank you, Charburger. Thank you, everybody. I think this is going to be a show. So, Cheryl, your robot won. Yeah. Your, sh- your robot won. So, when you come in tomorrow and you show us. <laughs> your robot moves. Your robot moves. You will receive a 70 ounce 
70 ounce peanut M&M's bag. So it's I all bet, your... I bet you can eat them all at one sitting. What do you think? Let's watch. Skinny people like her seem to be able to really I would eat a like, whole lot. I would enjoy watching that. Just <laughs> saying. Okay, so we'll see you back here hopefully with uh, with a Marshall Christian athlete next week. We'll see you back here on the show. Thank right. you, Brindley Mountain. We have loved having you. Join us back at the Varsity next week. And join us back on Facebook Live. I promise if Charter's up and we're not having a Hurricaneado walking through the backyard, uh, the video feed's going to be so much better. So come back and join us.